0: Today, our entire staff at the North Star and our team at The Breakdown, we're on a sabbatical for the week. And so we're playing our most downloaded, most listened, most shared episodes of all time. And today is an episode on grief and loss and death. I know it sounds heavy, but I share my heart on what this means. And it was recorded the day after Kobe Bryant and his daughter and many of their teammates were killed. That was actually this year. It seems like almost years ago. It was before the pandemic, before the coronavirus, but it shows you how much things have changed. And so I just want you to hear it because the lessons from that episode are really relevant for so much that we're experiencing right now. All right. This is Sean King and you are listening to The the Breakdown. The the, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 The Breakdown. You know, I had so many conversations yesterday with my wife, with my children, so many conversations with brothers that are currently in the NBA, retired athletes in the NBA, guys that I've become friends with over the years. I had so many conversations about the sting of death, the the pain of it, the, the, the finality of it, and... and you know, as many of you may know, I was a pastor for many years, and depending on what faith tradition you are part of, you know, m- many faith traditions don't see physical death as finality. But for those of us left on earth, whatever our uh, worldview, it, it, when someone passes, you are keenly, deeply, suddenly aware that you will not see them again on this earth, and the sting of that. The pain of not being able to say goodbye, of not being able to say thank you, of not being able to share a laugh or a high-five or a hug or an embrace or an intimate moment. Death, death is hard. And every time we have a sudden death like we just had with Kobe Bryant, with his daughter, Gigi, with their friends and colleagues that were on this helicopter with them. Every time we have a sudden death like that, it causes you to consider your own mortality. And I think with Kobe Bryant, it causes a lot of people to think about their own mortality in a way that you don't normally think about it. Because if if I was guessing... I would have guessed that Kobe would have lived to be, to be 100 years old. I mean, he was an incredibly healthy guy, fit, active, and I mean physically, mentally sharp, and so much to live for. You know, I love NBA legend Bill Russell, and who still comes to special games and events, I mean, who won 11 titles as an NBA player and coach, His story is not known like it should be, but uh, to this day, as old as he is, Bill Russell is still active out and about, and I always imagine Kobe Bryant as that, somebody who was going to be around for the NBA, was going to be around for the family, was going to be around for businesses that he started. You may remember he literally won an Oscar just a few years ago after he retired for an animated short film that he produced. And to see somebody that was so full of life to see them literally be here and then not be here in an instant for for you to just wake up and now they're gone. it's hard for your brain to process that, and yesterday um we were we were recording a special podcast series, and um we were we were in the podcast studio. I was with my wife and a colleague of hers, and I had my phone turned off, and when I put the the power back on to my phone, I had so many messages from people, and they weren't complete, like, complete thoughts. People were messaging me just saying, Sean, is it true? Or, Sean, did you see the news? Or, Sean, please tell me that news is not true. And the, my first thought, selfishly, I thought, I don't know, I thought people had Somebody had said something crazy about me and because people were speaking as if I knew what they were talking about and I didn't. And then because I've had the, the Bernie Sanders campaign on my mind, on my brain so so frequently, I don't know, I thought something had happened to Bernie. And uh, I signed on and I instead saw that people were saying and speculating that Kobe Bryant had just been killed in a helicopter crash, and even when I saw that, my first instinct was, "Nah, nah, that's not true. That didn't happen. That he was he was alive. It was a hoax. In fact, there had been a hoax about Kobe before, and then I had a a friend of mine um, in law enforcement who messaged me and told me that it was true, and I mean, my heart sank for for Kobe, for his family. At that moment, we didn't know that Gigi had also been killed. And um, I began processing how shocking the loss was. And I think there's something there that I want to lean into and talk about for a moment. I think that every day, now now listen, many of you who are listening, and this is just fine. Many of you who are listening, you may think about your death frequently, and listen, I think about my own death from time to time, and depending on the threats against me or what's going on in my world, sometimes it seems more possible or likely than others, but for the most part, when we go about our daily lives, I'm talking about when we're watching a game when we're eating dinner with friends or family or loved ones, when we're, when we're doing our work, whatever that is, as I record this podcast on a normal day, for most moments, we kind of live as if we're going to live forever. We live as if we are not going to die, as if death is not a, a certainty, as if we are not 100% certain. That we too are going to die. The question is not if. It's just a matter of when. And what I know is is that as much as we think we would like to know when we're going to die, we don't know. Kobe Bryant did not know. Uh Nipsey Hussle did not know. And, you know, Los Angeles is having a painful lesson on grief because Just 10 months ago, another Los Angeles legend, Nipsey Hussle, was suddenly murdered, shot and killed out in front of his own store. And in less than a year, I would say two of the four or five most recognizable, revered legends in Los Angeles have been killed, a a city... Sometimes has its identity in such legends and to have them suddenly be taken, uh, it's a it's a pain it's a painful confrontation with how fragile life is, with how how easy death can take any of us, including the most famous, the most rich, the most well-known, the most loved, like none of that will necessarily add a day to your life. And I, th- I think part of what makes the sudden and tragic death of Kobe Bryant so difficult to process is his death, his loss, thoughts of, what it means to his wife and his children and his family and his his parents. But I think part of what makes a moment like that so painful is on a soul level, on a heart level, it is a very, very stark reminder that we too will pass. Tomorrow, for all of us, is not promised. It's just not. It's not. It, it's not how it goes. But we, in some ways, I live in the tension of trying to squeeze so much out of today as if I might not be here tomorrow. Anybody who lives with me would tell you, I tell everybody in my house I love them, 10 times a day, so much so that I wonder if it even means anything to, to them because I say it so much because of the the threats against me and, and, and the, the, the nature of the work that I do. You know, my kids and others are always very careful to make sure they hug me and kiss me and tell me they love me before I ever go out of town. And on some ways, I live as if I want to squeeze it all out today not knowing as if tomorrow is going to be here. But the truth is I'm I still operate on an emotional level as if I'm going to be here not just tomorrow but but this whole week and the rest of this month the rest of this season the rest of this year I'm I'm thinking about what my life will we take out we take out loans we take out mortgages we we plot and plan for retirement we we live as, as as if we'll be here for generations to come and a sudden loss like this and it doesn't have to be with someone famous it could be in your family if if you're listening to this particularly if you're if you are over 30 and i found that once i hit 30 I started experiencing loss a lot more often in your own family. Once you hit 40, you experience it even more often. But the truth is, if you listen to podcast, you have probably experienced the painful loss of someone you love. And the sting of it can sometimes wear off. But it reminds us in this one moment, there's this pe- short period of time where we are just keenly, deeply, emotionally, mentally, personally aware of how fragile life is. And I just wanted to lean into that today, that life is fragile. And that because life is fragile, I think there are a few things we all should do. Please, please, please never make the people you love guess how you feel about them. Never do that. Never make the people you love guess how much you care about them. Make sure they know. Say it with your words. Say it with your actions. Say it with your full spirit and energy. You know, right now, I'm doing a virtual tour for my new book, Make Change, and my schedule is busier than ever. That's why Blinkist has been such a useful tool and useful app for me Blinkist gathers the need to know information from thousands of nonfiction books and it condenses them down into 15 minute clips that you can read or listen to. I love Blinkist because they make it easy for me to fit learning new things into my always busy schedule. And listen, right now for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. If you go to Blinkist.com breakdown, you can try it free for seven days And save 25% off of your new subscription. That's Blinkist. It's spelled B L I N K I S T. Blinkist.com slash breakdown to start your free seven day trial. You're going to love it and you'll save 25% off, but only when you sign up at blinkist.com slash breakdown. Check it out. Let me know what you think. I think you'll dig it. The break, the the break, the the, 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 the break, the break, breakdown. Please take risk. Like, if you have a dream that you're wanting to pursue, my God, pursue it. Do it. Go after it. Listen, you will be glad to try pursuing your dreams even if you fail. And Lord knows I have failed many, many times. But do not live your life as if you're going to be here forever because you're not going to be here forever. And there will be a time where you will no longer be able to pursue your dreams. You won't have the resources or the time or whatever. Life life moves on. And in this moment, you know, work for a political campaign. Work for a cause. Go after something bigger than yourself. Go back to college. Start a business. Get married. Have a family. Move somewhere. Move out of your hometown Take a risk. Move out of the country. Move across the country. Whatever you do, live your full best life. I just wanted you to hear that from me. Sorry to be super deep. One of the ways I grieve is to talk, is to, to share, is to poke and prod into the uncomfortable places of our hearts. And I just wanted to talk with you today about it. I love you all. I appreciate you. Let's keep on pushing for good. Take care, everybody. Break it down. break, 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 down. break, break.